Welcome to Over a Couple Drinks with Bill Henning, LB, John Rhodes, and the spirit of Chris Birch, that cockbag. <laughs> that just keeps getting better. <laughs> this is totally our first time recording. Uh, this is we, had, we didn't <laughs> fuck up last time. No, no. I'm Bill Henning, the host of Over a Couple of Drinks, and as John Rhodes said, Chris Birch can't be here, so fuck him. Uh, <laughs> what are we drinking tonight, gentlemen? LB, what do you have? I have a, a fuzzy navel again. You are just the the pinnacle of man. Yes, okay? all that so is man. You, you're all that is man. Uh, Mr. Rhodes, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking a giant glass mug of water. Oh, you're going to piss for days. Yeah, I am. Uh, and I'm at the very end of my cup of vanilla caramel tea, so I'm going to be thirsty through this segment, so hooray! <laughs> mm. I'll make sure to drink a lot. All right. Hey, Bill, why don't, why don't we, uh, we tell the listeners who uh, who this guest of ours is? John Rhodes. Yeah. Clearly, John Rhodes. Yeah. He did that wonderful intro as the movie voice. It's pretty simple. I mean, they should know that already. I, mean, it's, I can't do everything for them, all right? I've been holding their hands for four fucking episodes. Welcome to the welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We're going to try to be less ignorant than last time, if you listened. And how about those Oscars? Because this will air after they, uh, they went up. So were we right? Lego Movie won everything. We're good. We're good. Lego Movie won everything. Fuck you. Charlie Day was really good in that movie. Charlie Day was in that movie? He's space. Yeah, he, he was the spaceship guy. <laughs> God, I gotta see that. He was the best part. Spaceship! I gotta see that. <laughs> spaceship! I mean, he was the best part in Pacific Rim. That's besi- true. Besides the fighting. And then it was, it's, it's like Charlie Day, Idris Elba fighting. <laughs> best part of those movies. That's why that movie gets a 10 out of 10. Alright. Alright? And then, and then, you know, Always Sunny is always great. So. So, LB, what do we got tonight? What are we doing? Tonight, oh, tonight we got some uh, good stuff to talk about, some uh, news you can use, you could say. Hooray. Right. Because uh, we don't have a better name for that yet. Right. <laughs> so, on tap tonight, we got we got Spider-Man uh, coming back to the <laughs> Marvel Universe. Because we will Yay. never stop talking about comic books on this podcast. Cinematic Universe, yeah. Um, we got <laughs> Aliens. Alien 5, however you want to call that. Aliens coming back. I'm excited, Bill. I We'll get into that later. Okay. I'm not as excited for that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've got Conan the uh, Aquaman. How'd you call that, Bill? Conan the Fishman. Conan the Fishman. Uh, Aqua Caldrogo. Aquacon. Aqua Drogo. Calman. I don't know. Yeah. What else? I don't know. We got a bunch of topics tonight. It's kind of a kind of a hodgepodge as usual. Evolve. It's a grab bag tonight. Oh, we're talking about evolve. Yeah, we're gonna talk about yeah. some video games. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Yep. Yep. Uh, maybe maybe mention a little bit about uh, that SNL thing that happened. Just happened. Yeah, we'll get to that. Maybe we'll talk about uh, Kanye West being a dirtbag again. Why even bring him up? I don't know, because I'm... I feel like I'm, everyone t- kind of talks about that. Okay, then well, we won't talk about it. You can, you can listen to somebody more <laughs> important than us. We're not going to cover it. Fuck that whoa, guy. Whoa. <laughs> I will say he's a douchebag, but some of his songs, mm, they get me. I mean, there's not many people who can make uh, a, Daft Punk, a Daft Punk song sound better and then ruin it by rapping over it. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. So, uh, let's just jump 
right in, shall we, with a little news you can use, a little quickfire stuff. Uh, what would you like to hit first, Mr. Rhodes? Would you like to cover Alien or Aquaman? Um, personally, I would want to cover Aquaman. That is probably the first time in history anybody wants to talk about that Aquaman has ever been said. Else. <laughs> I'll take Aquaman. All right, Aquaman for 400. Why don't you break down the news about Aquaman, John Rhodes? Oh, man. Um, so the first picture of Aquaman for, uh, for Dawn of Justice. Batman versus Superman was just posted. God, that, and, that is terrible. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion, he looks amazing. Um, I really like the design, but it could just be Jason. Uh, what was his last name? Momoa. Called, called Drogo. Momoa. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. I mean, of course, like I was always a big fan of Call Drogo. And it's basically what he is with a trident. Yeah. Um, still a fan, though. Well, I mean, everyone's like really surprised here that, oh man, he looks great. I'm like, well, it's Zack Snyder. What does he do best? He makes yeah. things look awesome. It's true. I'm not worried about that. He makes them look great. I am, I am a little shocked that they went with the, um, that rendition. It was like that, what is it, mid 90s, late 90s, where he grew out the mullet and had the beard and the hook for the hand. Just, it's that minus the hook for the hand. Is that what it is? I mean, I don't really count his hair as a mullet, though. No, but it was like this, this, longer hair look that they did i don't yeah it was my personal favorite look for aquaman and i just kind of was hoping <laughs> for the the hook hand but we didn't get it no big deal i would not want him with a hook hand. i want him with a hook hand because he's like fucking cut you bitch you can uh, easily do that <laughs> with a trident <laughs> no he looks great i'm i'm it's like uh like birch and i said last week with the fantastic four trailer is it has my interest and that's the best thing it can do right now oh man Okay. Really? I, yeah. No, the Fantastic Four trailer I was not into at all. But it, I don't. I mean, it, it could go really bad. It just. Yeah. It just again. It, it piqued my interest, which is the best thing I could say about it. Okay. Because I because I was ready to shit all over it, and I was like, ah, I'm willing to see more. Oh, you were talking about Fantastic yeah. Four now? No, it's just that's the no, same, that's no. the same vibe I got off of gotcha, Aquaman. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> I'm like, he looks he looks great. I'm I'm excited for it. But then you know I keep coming back to this is the Superman sequel, and we have Aquaman, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, and Flash, and probably Green Lantern and Lex Luthor, <laughs> and that's that's my problem. That's we, true. It, it's as good as it looks. I'm just worried about too many cooks in the kitchen. Do they learn nothing? From Spider-Man 3, Amazing yes. Spider-Man 2, Batman and Robin, all of them. <laughs> See this, yeah, this new this new picture, I'm completely indifferent about it as much as I'm indifferent about the movie itself because it's being built off of Man of Steel, which I felt was a terrible movie. So this next movie could be terrible and I would not be disappointed. I mean, it's just it's yeah. not going to happen. I'm just completely it's indifferent fair. about it. Yeah, it just, it's the fact that they're they're trying to build a franchise off of one movie they got uh all right review ish thing, you know, kind of okay. And everyone was like, it was either good or it sucked. You know, there was no there was no it was the best movie ever. There was no Avengers effect. Right. And right. now and now they're trying to build everything off of it. And that makes me worried. And I again, he looks great. That's that's all we have to go on. I like the Unite the Seven yeah. and I kinda wish there was a movie about Aquaman trying to unite the seven. That makes uh, sense. That would be cool if Aquaman going, Batman, I need your help. I know you can't swim. <laughs> or breathe like, underwater. But could you like imagine like a trailer for the Aquaman movie? I'm I for think it. I f okay, but how many people would really be like 
Oh man, I'm excited for the Aquaman movie. I mean, maybe yeah, if, if Call Drogo is Aquaman, sure, but I mean, I, are, I still think he would get flack as as there are people, being Aquaman. There are people saying I'm excited for the Ant Man movie. So your your point is I invalid. I don't talk to those people. I don't. I, I try talk. not to either because <laughs> I'm fully just, I'm fully expecting an Aquaman movie to be just a love story with him and some uh you know grounder whatever you call him. Above surface, above the. It would be like Thor, but <laughs> yeah, exactly, Thor. exactly. Yeah, it would yeah. be Thor, yes, except underwater instead of in space. Yeah, yeah, Asgard, exactly. Asgard, Asgard. Okay, so yeah, do we, we have anything? Other thoughts on Aquaman? We th- think it looks I mean, good. Nothing. Yeah, like I mean, we're going off a of picture, really. So that's our show. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Folks. Good night. Good night, everybody. Going off a of picture. <laughs> we're good at this. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Alien Five was has just been given the okay to go, and um, what's the guy's name? LB Neil you're, Blomkamp you're my... or Blomkamp, something like that. Bloomquist. We're, we're just we're gonna start ripping things out Bloomquist of Bloomquist. Fucking... Not Bloomquist. <laughs> Girl with the dragon tattoo. Bloomquist. Yeah, here who made uh, <laughs> District Nine. Right? District Nine, which was uh, a fantastic uh, film. Elysium is it called? Elysium Fields. Yeah, and then he's making Chappie, or as I like to call it, the reboot to Short Circuit. <laughs> short circuit yeah. <laughs> and, Modern Short Circuit. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it yeah. is. And I'm kind of annoyed with it since they're trying to shove it down my throat. But that's about it. Um, and what was it, a month or so ago, he released that he was working on concept pictures for an alien movie that they said, you can maybe work on it. So he started drawing shit up. And uh, he got such good um, <laughs> feedback behind it that they said, yeah, go ahead and make it. Wow. And uh, you have to understand here, everybody has their fandoms that they, they like to latch on to, you know? Like, if I had to ask Mr. Rhodes, what would be the one fandom you had to pick up of all of them that you would say you identify yourself with? Mortal Kombat, easy. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Super easy. LV, would, would yours be Spider-Man or, or Star Wars? Neither. Or Star Trek. Trek Neither. Trek you know, at this point, I'm going Doctor Who, so... That's really? I kind of go on these kicks, and right now I'm still on the Doctor Who kick. So, okay, okay. At the end of the day, Alien has been mine, and and it bled into Predator, which bred into Alien vs Predator, the comics and the games, and and you know, and those awesome movies. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can feel my pain, can't you? <laughs> you know, people people are like, I'm a Star Wars fan, but fuck those prequels. They don't know. They, they don't, don't know true pain. They don't know true pain. <laughs> I haven't had an honest to god good alien film since 1992 or three or whatever fucking Alien Three came out. We had Alien Resurrection. That movie was not good. Have you seen that shit? Have you? Have no. any of you seen that? Yes, no. seen you showed all the alien films to me. Yes, Skeletor Alien. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. There's John. When you watch that movie, you could. Literally, 30 minutes to the ending. You turn on your little tracker on there and it says, there's 30 minutes to the ending. You can turn off the DVD and be like, you know, that movie was pretty good. It wasn't like blow out of your mind, like Alien or Alien's great, but it was pretty good. Okay. And you, you would you would have an uplifting thought about the film. You'd say, that was, you know, I don't know why everybody rags on it. In less than 20 minutes, they decided to destroy everything. And it's just, you just kind of go, oh, oh, God, what is this shit? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, it's painful to watch. And then we had fucking uh, blah. 
Alien vs. Predator 1, which is just an hour and 20 minutes. It was a waste of my life. It was painful. There was nothing good about that movie except for like one five-minute fight scene. And it was just downhill. Then Alien Alien vs. Predator 2, which... I didn't even see a, that one. That was a slasher film. All right, that, Wasn't it like... Didn't they like kill babies or something? Yeah, that, that's that's awesome. something I overheard. It was awesome. Like that yeah. movie. That movie is a B movie, and it doesn't try to be anything else, and it's great for it. Okay. I love it for it's what like, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, so, it's it's not great. And then fucking Prometheus and Predators and just nothing but pain and suffering in my life. And now they're like, we're making another alien film. I'm like, well, it can't be much worse than Prometheus. So do your worst, people. All right. Someone once said to me, uh, no, somebody once said, far more famous than me, uh, that don't be a fan of anything because people can take advantage of you because you will go see it. No matter what, and that's kind of how I'm feeling with Alien, and it's just like I'm gonna, I'll be there opening night. Yeah, have, but if you're if you're not a fan of anything, that'd, that'd be kind of boring, don't you think? It would be, but then you would you you'd live a happier life. Oh, would you, or would you just be sitting there going like, "Well, I don't like anything." Well, I don't know. You didn't say you didn't like anything, but you just don't be a fan of anything. Don't be a f- diehard fan. Remember all those people's hearts that are broken that there's no Firefly Season 2? Okay? okay? But you know what? To feel that type of hatred, you really love something. And that's what you got to focus on. I haven't had a good movie in years. Okay? (laughs) I've had, like, one good game, and that was Alien Isolation. Don't even talk about Aliens Colonial Marines. Like, that's dead to me. Dead to me. That that fucking game. And now we're we're getting a new movie. It looks... The the concept art looks good. My question is, where the fuck does this take place in the timeline? Is it rewriting something? I don't know, because it looks like a sequel to Aliens. From what I've read, right. it's a sequel to Aliens that ignores Alien 3 and 4. Then I hate it. <laughs> I don't want that. You, I don't like these soft retcon bullshit things. You, you make your bed and you sleep in it, all right? If you shit the bed, then you just have to move over, all right? You don't clean it. You've already fucked up. It's been there. Oh, Bill. I, I wash mine. No. Bill. Okay. He wants to bring back Sigourney Weaver and Michael Bean. Or Listen, Bane, whatever. Do it, do it after Alien Resurrection. She's like a freaking <laughs> weird clone thing. And so for some reason, they fucking clone Michael Bean as Hudson, or is it Hicks? I don't remember. <laughs> Hicks. I think it's Hicks. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. They always fuck it up. Just bring back Bill Paxton, too. I don't give a shit. Bill Paxton needs to be there. Best best movie ever. Bill Paxton, all right? <laughs> We're good to go. That's what I like about Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. We're not calling it by the redone, redone name because I hate you, Hollywood. Bill Paxton's great in that. But... Bill Paxton is great. Anyway. Great <laughs> but it's just, I don't like these soft retcons where like, we're just going to ignore this. I'm like, you can't ignore it. I have it on my shelf over there. It's real. Okay? It's, it's, I don't like those. Just make it after Alien Resurrection. Find a way around it. It can't be much worse than Prometheus. Because Prometheus. Or Predators. Fuck that movie. We made LB go see that in theaters. I didn't even know there was a Predators movie. Yeah, did you see Adrian Pre- Brody. Did you see... Yeah, did you see Predator? Did you see the first? Have play? I seen Predator? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've seen Predator. Yeah, it's yeah, Predators because it's the same fucking film. <laughs> okay, it's it's. Oh, painful. now yeah, no, okay, now I'm remembering like the trailer. Okay, and like instead of like a predator looking like a predator, these super predators because they couldn't come up with a better name. <laughs> literally, that's what they're called. When they take their mask off, look like Samuel from Hellboy One. Oh. The Cthulhu dog monster. Yeah. That's what they look like because fucking Rod, Robert Rodriguez. I don't know. They're called Super. They're supposed to be better, yet they have less technology than the new <laughs> editors. I don't know. 
I'm sorry just, we opened this for you. This this is like salt <laughs> and lemon on a, You kind of did this to yourself. I just fuck. I don't. It can't be much worse than what I've been through. Okay. Look. It, okay. Ignoring the fact that they're you know going to overwrite the timeline. Look who they're getting to do it though. I mean, this is the guy Russ District Nine. But then he brought us Elysium. I haven't seen it. Is it bad? It was okay. Okay. What? Wasn't anywhere near as good as District Nine. Would you be okay with the Alien movie being okay? At this point, it's miles ahead of Prometheus. So there you go. But if they mention one thing about engineers, I'm gonna punch somebody in the fucking face. <laughs> They're space jockeys, goddammit. Did you look at any of the concept art? Yes, I did, and I didn't see a fucking puffy white human in anywhere. Well, apparently, one of the ideas floating around was that they were uh, investigating this giant warehouse where uh, the uh, the ship, the crashed uh, engineer ship, <laughs> space space jockey ship from the first movie, was, uh, like was in this warehouse, off. and I don't know how, but Sigourney Weaver uh, Ripley makes armor out of the space jockey's armor or something. I don't know. It was pretty I don't interesting. Know, I get, again, it can't be much worse, so I don't. It's fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> it's it's like why is Revenge of the Sith good? Because you couldn't do much worse than Attack of the Clones. Okay, <laughs> it's true. It's a true story. It's true. It's true. So, uh, Obi, where do you want to go next? Uh, I know what I really want to talk about, but I don't want to get into it yet. <laughs> Cause, oh. Um, so let's just skip ahead to. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's talk about Saturday Night Live. All right. So was it so, last year? Last week? Yeah. Two weeks ago. I don't remember. I think it was, think it was last week. Yeah, yeah. It was like last Saturday. SNL had their 40th anniversary. Okay. Right? They brought out all the all the still alive people <laughs> from the show. <laughs> and they, they did this, this, this big, you know, oh, aren't we so great? And they brought back a bunch of old segments. Did anybody actually watch it live here? No. Not live, no. no. No, but we've, we oh. caught we caught most of the segments, right? Uh, I watched the Jeopardy one. <laughs> I I watched yeah I watched Jeopardy and then honestly it's like everyone giving speeches. Yeah, people giving you know? speeches and and then and then lookbacks. Yeah, lookbacks and then apparently yeah. Eddie Murphy shit the bed. No, I didn't see that. Like the, uh, apparently it was really painful to watch live, but if you watch it online, they edited it so it's not as bad. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. heard a lot of complaints with the Eddie Murphy thing, like. Everyone just wanted to see him do a skit, and pretty much all I did was say, hi, thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to oh, give right. a speech. Aren't I great? Right. Yeah. Aren't I great? Ha, ha, ha. Laugh. Clap. Clap better. Or something like that live. It was painful. Wow. Um, And he was supposed to do the Bill Cosby thing on the uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, I heard mm-hmm. that. Which, I don't know why he's so high and mighty. That's what SNL is built off of, making fun of people where they're down. Sorry, but that's what it was. Uh, the one thing I did take away from this is that I am actually more afraid of the Ghostbuster female reboot than ever before. <laughs> because holy shit, we are in trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not a fan of Melissa McCarthy, Melissa. and I'm afraid that she is going like I guess not just her specifically, but like that whole group is just not going to work out well. At the high point of it is Kristen Wiig, and we we agree yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen Wiig is going to be Kristen Wiig, and that's going to be it. I'm kind, yeah, and, that's uh, the feeling I'm getting from it, based on just the cast, is that we're basically going to have bridesmaids with 
proton packs. Proton packs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which I'm all for, to be honest. I wouldn't mind that movie. <laughs> I, I just, I don't need a reboot. Why do you have to make it a reboot? Why don't you just make it a, uh, a sequel and just say that the old guys are retired? You, That's you already got into that, Bill. I did, but I just, fuck, man. Those two actresses, I don't know who they are, that are on SNL. They aren't funny. It's painful to watch them do anything. <laughs> yeah, so it was SNL 40. Uh, I, I got the vibe that it wasn't the actors. It was always the writers, and the writers haven't been top-notch because even Wayne's World wasn't that funny. I, I enjoyed the Jeopardy skit. Did I, you... I always like uh, Norm MacDonald's as Burt Reynolds. Oh, Norm MacDonald like, was the best part. Oh, I know. I, like, I lost my shit. Yeah, but like... Um... Just randomly switching people to get out more cameos wasn't worth it. No, they should just get rid of the like the Chris, Christoph Waltz cameos. That was a they're that terrible. Was a bad one. That was a bad one. Yeah. Um, Baldwin did a great job though. I don't remember who. Yeah, he, yeah, Tony, yeah. He, was, he was uh Tony Bennett. Yeah, Tony Bennett. Yeah, yeah. That, was, was, that was that was great. And then Sean Connery. It should have been uh, Tony Bennett, Sean Connery, and Norm Macdonald as Turf Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that should have been the skit. You don't need to keep bucket switching people. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that was the fortieth because we didn't watch it. <laughs> more ignorance, people. <laughs> Remember, I said we weren't going to do any more ignorance. I lied. Oh, <laughs> uh, this podcast had such high hopes. <laughs> Bill, we still got hopes. Why are you bringing it down? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you opened up the alien can of worms, and I can't put my sadness back in. <laughs> Let's just move uh, on, Bill. <laughs> move on to what? Okay, then. Then why don't you why don't you pick the next thing and make uh, it something awesome? Uh, we can't talk about. I don't know what we're gonna talk about. We only have what a few minutes. I got nothing. Uh, we can't talk about Spider Man because that'll be Lex because that's gonna take too long. Um, let's talk about happy and sad endings, okay? I don't know what that is, so you guys go ahead. Well, my question is this: uh, I was watching Edge of Tomorrow. Have you guys seen Edge yes. of Tomorrow? Oh, you you need to go watch it, John Rhodes. It's great. Okay. It's great. I'm always going to call it to you, John Rhodes, by the way, because I can't help myself. Yeah, that's weird. That You're is the only weird. person who ever do that. There's some people that I just can't help myself. Just, you know, John Rhodes. Um, okay. uh, you have to go see it. It's, it was really great, uh, but some people caught flack on it being uh, at the last second turning it into a happy ending instead of uh, okay. a sad ending because the whole Spoilers. movie... <laughs> Spoilers. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's a Tom Cruise movie. You know he's going to win. So. Right. Um, right. He he kills these aliens that have the ability to reset the day if something goes wrong. Right. And he he kind of gets their blood into his blood. So when he dies, he starts resetting the day. So right. the, the reason why this movie is great is because there's literally a montage of Emily Blunt shooting him in the head. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Perfect score. Best movie ever. At the end of it, they kill the, the big bad thing and kill all the aliens and everybody is dead. Except yeah. uh, its blood gets into him and it resets him two days or whatever. And oh, it's, okay. like, it's like, oh, it's kind of, but I kind of like this happy ending. And my question is, no. when w- would you be upset at that? Would you like, uh, where, what movies do you think went for the happy ending that you kind of wanted to have the sad ending or the sad ending over the happy ending? When is it appropriate to do what? <laughs> um, I mean, this is going off of what you just described to me in this movie, but it sounded like the, you know, it was kind of like a Terminator thing, like. It sounded like he almost had to like shoot himself so it would all be over and done kind of a thing. I don't know. But I much prefer a sad ending where like someone has to sacrifice themselves or something like that to a happy ending because that just gives more to the character and more to the story. 
that I, I, I normally 100% agree with that because, like, I know they would never have done it, but, like, I, part of me was wishing entangled that uh, Eugene would stay dead. Because that's just a better story, you know? Right, right. It's, it is, but, like, with Edge of Tomorrow, it just, it eventually led into a joke, and it was great because every day he would go see Emily Blunt, who would always start off with, what? Do I have something on my face? Who said you could talk to me? So here he is walking up as this major, and she goes, what? Do I have something on my face? And he just turns and, like, he kind of gets caught off guard and laughs, and that's credits. And I, I thought, yeah, that joke kind of worked. I like it. Fuck it. Keep it. You know? It just, I don't know. But, normally, but was that worth it, though, for for you to, like, laugh a little bit, going, like, meh, I got it. Yeah, Was it that was. worse than, like, okay. For me, then that's Then that works, I guess. I, I, I guess. It just, you know, sometimes <laughs> I feel like a sad ending is good, like, like I said, tangled when Eugene gets stabbed. I'm like, ooh, are they going to go there? They won't. It's Disney. Right. But that could have been a good ending. I wasn't upset that they brought him back to life. And, right. And with Edge of Tomorrow, because we refuse to call it Live, Die, Repeat, because that's a tagline, not a title. Um, <laughs> it just, I could see it. I was like, okay, he's dead. Oh, they're going to go back. Okay, let's see it, because it's Tom Cruise. Fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah. And like, uh, the one reason I don't, I, I love hate uh, Last Samurai is I it he should have died. Right. And uh right. what's his face should have lived? I don't remember the guy's name. He plays in a bunch of stuff. I haven't it, seen that movie in so long. I, I saw it in theaters once and I thought, wow, this is a oh, great okay. movie. This is yeah. a really great movie. It just he should have died and the one lead samurai who I can't remember his name. Elby, what's his name? He's uh he plays the fake Razagul and Batman. Ken Watanabe. Uh, Ken Watanabe. Yeah, he's in it and he's like the last samurai, the true last samurai. Except oh, okay. that they go, they go, no, it's Tom Cruise, a white man, man. No, fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Tom Cruise should have died. He should have lived with the guilt, and that should have been the ending. But since it's a Tom Cruise movie, Tom Cruise had to Doesn't live. Work. Fuck Tom Cruise. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, great movie, though. Spoilers, um, he lives. Okay. Well, um, I'm, just, I'm just saying, well, what happy ending did you wish was a sad ending? What sad ending did you wish wasn't there? Was there any that come to so, mind? So this is an obscure one, but like this one really sticks with me. Uh, Clash of the Titans? Okay. Okay. So, and like we saw it in theaters, and like that was it. So, like the girl dies, right? At, yeah. At some point, and then through like gods or whatever, she's brought back to the main character. Like, Oh, we're good. You guys can live free and be together for the rest of your lives now. And I thought that was so cheap. Like, I I hate that. I hate that. There's just like there's a undo button. Yeah. On movies. Yeah, that's that's a bullshit. Um, one ending I'm really <coughs> glad. It honestly, would have fucked up everything if they changed it. Would have been the um, the Twelve Monkeys. You guys see Twelve Monkeys? Mm-hmm. That's obscure. Yeah, the the beginning of the movie is the end of the movie. As it's told right. from young Bruce Willis to when Bruce Willis dies at the end. Spoilers, he dies at the end, but you should know that in the first fucking five minutes in the movie. Because it's clearly Bruce Willis. And if they would have changed it for a happy ending, I think would have ruined the overall tone of that movie. Speaking of which, fuck that they made that a TV show. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah, not good. It's I, happening. I watched the pilot and was like, nope, I'm good, I'm out. Oh, the pilot's out? Yeah. It's like oh, I'll have to check it out. Third episode or something like that. Oh, wow. So, I mean, LB, do you can you think of a movie that you wish there was a sad ending? I mean, would you would you rather wish that the search for Spock never happened? <laughs> I just think movies in general they need to choose whether to have a happy or sad ending, depending on 
uh, you know, what's the best for the story. Too often they go for the cheap, oh, let's have a happy ending, so everyone leaves the theater happy, and talking about, exactly. oh, such a good ending, but being happy doesn't make it a good ending and it's, if it's not the story. Oh, I wa- Oh, can we talk about one really go quick? Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, man, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. I, I was so pissed that we saw him in Paris, you know? <laughs> like, I really wish he died for Gotham. He and that would have been amazing. Yeah. But, uh, no, that wasn't, that's not what people want. No, they had to, no, do, they had to do the classic, we're going to explain exactly what's going to happen earlier in the movie and then have it happen at the end of the movie yeah. and everyone's minds are going to be blown. <laughs> <laughs> Except nobody's was. I guess, I guess the main oh. backlash was that, uh, Edge of Tomorrow is based off of, um, what is it called? Uh, uh, adult young adult book from japan it's not like i don't know remember what they call it but it's like a high school book and then it was turned into a manga and then it was turned into a movie it was called all you need is kill the ending was really sad because uh spoilers the main character who is like a high school kid uh jumps in a mech suit and kills the other girl who's basically emily blunt's character because she realizes she's resetting the day not him so she he has to kill her to kill the aliens to move on to the next day and it's it's kind of sad because everyone looks and looks at this guy and goes you're this recruit who just killed the hero of the army, yet you're a total badass, and he has to live with the idea that he fell in love with her and murdered her. And, I mean, again, I I watched the movie, I read the book, I thought they're both great, I can, it's like, you know, for us, we saw Jurassic Park, the movie first, before we read the book, so they're different, but you have to appreciate both of them because of where you came from. So, I'm not upset at the happy ending, I, I do wish... People would make up their mind, but at the same time, I I don't ever get upset if they go for a fake out, except it's if it's the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it just what should have happened was at the end it should have been you know, uh, <laughs> fuck, I forgot his name. Alfred sitting there and looks over and there's just Bane going, ah, <laughs> <laughs> you thought you got rid of me. You can't kill me. I'm over here in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> That should have been that. So with that, we've reached our end of our first segment. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on. Welcome back to Over a Couple Drinks. Now that we've leveled up, we might be interesting. I doubt that. Welcome you back. Uh, welcome back. I know that was just a beautiful musical interlude that happens every time. Uh, these assholes drove me to drink booze. I'm drinking cranberry ginger shandy by Line and Cool. It's quite delicious. I have a sock on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and you drove yourself to drink. Fuck you guys. You did this. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, what's, what's the next topic, Bill? What are we going to do? What is the next topic, Obi? You wanted to talk about something, but you didn't think we had enough time. Spider-Man. Okay. What was the news about Spider-Man in the last two weeks? Spider-Man. The big news about Spider-Man, we're, we're finally getting to this, is that he is going to make an appearance now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We don't have him all the way back yet. No, no, no. He's, he's just going to at least appear in, what is it, Captain America Civil War? Perhaps yes. the third Avengers film? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Sony and Marvel made a deal. Uh, the short of it is Sony's remaking Spider-Man again. Uh, except, 
except this time he's allowed to be in Marvel movies whenever they want, and Marvel characters can show up in his movies whenever they want. So it's the most win we can get out of Spider-Man being back with us, except not being back with us. And by us, I mean Marvel, because fuck everybody else. I'm swearing a lot this podcast. I apologize to the mothers who listen. I know there's probably like one of you. Hopefully a lot more that's, soon. That's your wife, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you cr- she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> she has better things to do with her life. She, has, she hears this all day. <laughs> she does. Um, no, I mean this is this is kind of exciting. Um, I'm stoked about that. That's yeah, cool. uh, they're looking for a new Spider-Man. They're looking for a younger fella, um, which I think that's the only thing we can be really sad about because though the Amazing Spider-Man movies weren't the great greatest, everyone can kind of agree that Andrew Garfield was pretty great. I really liked him. I yeah. did too. He had this, uh, you know. Certain cockiness about him that was great. Yeah, and he actually cracked jokes as Spider Man. Who knew? I didn't think he was a great Peter Parker, but I thought he was a great Spider Man. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. He was he was way too good looking to be Peter Parker. I'm just saying. I'm 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 yeah, yeah. It's not like I have a man crush on Thor or anything. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but I guess the the real question is, is what kind of role will we see him play in the uh the Marvel Cinematic Universe? From what I've heard it's gonna be more of the comic relief. Um <clears throat> how would we feel? Everyone about is that? comic relief in the Marvel movies. Right, that's well, my issue with that. It's exactly yeah. everyone plays sort of their own comic relief. Yeah, I guess my other question is like how he's gonna be in Civil War. So is he gonna play the same part that he was in Civil War the comics? But if you realize it, everybody in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point in time, nobody has a secret identity. Right. That's the issue with the Civil War uh, storyline is that, the, you know, the main thing about that in the comic books was that it was all about revealing superhero identities. And like you said, in the Cinematic Universe currently, everyone's identities are pretty much publicly known. Yeah, every, makes sense. Everybody knows who Captain America is. Everybody knows who Tony Stark is. Thor is Thor. Yeah. So. so, so the only thing they really have is like they're gonna expose Black Widow, who already exposed herself at the end of uh, Cap Two. Right. Right. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. So, I mean, I don't understand how Civil War is gonna work, but then again, we could they could do a, diff- a different twist on something. Right. Um. But yeah, we're getting the new Spider-Man. The only shitty thing is that this still <laughs> doesn't erase the Sinister Six film, the female Spider-Man film that they were working on. Without Spider-Man and the Aunt May film, which, why do we need an Aunt May film? Well, the question is, no. now, if they're still making those movies, are they going to be based off the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe, or are they going to be based off the new, let's call it the Spectacular Spider-Man universe, if we can? Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I just, I, I was against the idea of a Sinister Six film from the get-go. Yeah. Because how do you do a movie where literally the six guys were sitting around a coffee shop going, you know who I hate? Spider-Man. We should beat him up. Spider-Man. Without Spider-Man. <laughs> Without Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I, when the whole news came out with Spider-Man, I thought that the Sinister Six got uh, scrapped. I thought so, too, but I, I just read an article that says, no, it's still in the go. Really? I don't, I don't know. I Then I also read another good article that said, uh, <laughs> bad article, a good article that, uh, they basically pointed out that they're worried about Spider-Man joining the universe, and it's how it's going to hurt the Black Panther. Okay. Well, because uh, a Civil War is, just, uh, is is the movie, excuse me, that was going to uh, springboard Black Panther. Right, right. 
and now Spider-Man's in it and could be stealing his thunder. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I used to be one of those people who said, I don't know if you can do a Black Panther film, not because I don't want to see Black Panther, but that if it's mediocre or just okay, like say how uh, Cap 1 was kind of just all right. It wasn't right. spectacular. Right. If it was on like that level or even like what I consider bad, like the Incredible Hulk was, it could be very, very, it, it could get short, torn to shreds because it could be perceived as very racist because he's an African prince. Who, right, tribal and so on and so forth, and yeah, makes sense. It, it could get very racist real fast, and I'm worried about that because I think the Black Panther would work great, and I am a little worried about Spider-Man stealing the spotlight spotlight from him in Civil War. That's all. I think those I think those are fair concerns. For sure, definitely. Now, um, <laughs> who would you guys want to play Spider-Man? Whew. That's a big question. If they're going with like, I, I honestly would still like to see Andrew Garfield. Um, now, but now we gotta think of like somebody younger than Andrew Garfield to play Spider Man. I don't. He's know like thirty. Child. Is he? I don't yeah, know. he's thirty. Um, I don't know. I don't know my child actors. I guess I, I don't know much either. Really. <laughs> I mean, how, how young are they looking for? Because. Like, they always bring up Donald Glover, and whether he's Peter Parker or Miles Morales, I don't care. I'd love to yeah. see that. No, so. no, I don't. No, no. He has to be Peter Parker. Miles yeah, he's Morales be. only exists in a world where Peter Parker died. And yeah. that, that, here's an idea. Why don't we have that world? Is that impossible to build in at this point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Can we not bring in Peter Parker and have him killed off? Could we not, could we not continue the current uh, universe... Oh. And have Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man killed off. That would be so good. And they're not going to do it, but no. that would be excellent. That would be way excellent. Can we get? Uh, can we all agree though that Willem Dafoe needs to come back and play uh, <laughs> the Goblin? <laughs> so, sure, so we can just be like sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Who's currently playing uh, Norman Osborn in the in that franchise? Do they have one in that franchise? I, I haven't seen the second movie. Ooh, I don't know. We had oh, one, yeah. and he was killed off. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Immediately, gotcha. he had like once one scene and was killed. So man, yeah, that movie it was, was a pile, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, oh it was it was rough. I, it, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I just couldn't bring myself to watch that movie after hearing so much about it. I don't know. You, you need to watch it just <sighs> to go. You guys didn't earn these scenes. <laughs> it, like the the killing of Gwen Stacy. Spoiler: She's dead. Uh, I did not see that, that coming. <laughs> yeah, it's not, like, not like it's been history for the last forty years. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was it was probably the it was it was so well done. Her dying and his reaction to it and all of that. Except the build up, they didn't earn it. And then when you when you really dissect the movie, you go, you didn't earn this at all. This this is this is bad. This is bad. You should you should be ashamed of yourselves. You took a story that was already written for you, and you shit on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then fuck Electro. Oh, God. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're getting Spider-Man back in a way. Uh, Marvel gets the rights to him in Marvel movies, and they get the merchandise for the Marvel movies. Sony can make Sony movies with him in it, and they get the rights to, like, merchandising of that. And Marvel, like, Tony Stark can show up in any Spider-Man movie, and... Spider-Man can show up in a Tony Stark movie. That's the that's the short of it. We're excited. Hooray. We got Spider-Man back. Woo! Now we just need to lean on Fox. Uh, get, yes. So get we the can X-Men have back. 
and I don't want to see the X-Men come back as Fox's X-Men in the Marvel Universe. I want to see the X-Men as they should be. <laughs> which Without Channing which, Tatum as Gambit. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> what? Don't tell I'm, me you're happy with that choice. I'm giving him a shot. Okay? He can do a Cajun accent. I've seen it. I don't care if he can do the Cajun accent. I just don't think a Gambit movie would work. <laughs> I don't think a Channing Tatum movie works, and yet they keep making him. So. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> 22 Jump Street was gold. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 21 Jump Street was hella, hella fun. I need to watch 22 yet. Yeah, 22 is good. And I heard he was really good in Foxcatcher, so I'm willing to give him a shot. Yeah. Oh, the other news that wasn't on here, but we need to talk about it was uh, Ryan Reynolds tweeted a picture. Oh, my Deadpool God. Cast. No, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to see it in action. I'm excited. I Yeah, I really can't wait. Uh, I, I, he, he did it in what, sepia tone, and he made a joke that said it just covers up that it's bright pink, <laughs> ballerina pink, and I'm like, okay, good. We, we have the right, the right humor here. I, I just, for sure. I, I want to see it in action because I don't know if that mask will work in action because a lot of Deadpool's facial expressions are from the eyes moving. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I just, I thought the CG for the, the test footage that was leaked was fantastic and i would watch a movie like that no problem easily if it it was all cg but i i'm i'm willing to give deadpool a shot i I mean i would i would just watch two hours of him killing people on a freeway yeah like that i mean it was just so great yeah no it was um that's that yeah deadpool movie (laughs) deadpool movie i'm for it i'm out soon please i think was it it was uh when he tweeted it it's due out in one year so like valentine's day weekend Perfect. We're taking our wives to see Deadpool. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, is how I predict we're gonna get divorced. No. But it will be a great divorce. It'll be a great movie. <laughs> but Deadpool. But Deadpool. <laughs> worth. Uh Mr. Rhodes, what would you like to go and do? Because the ones we have I left... mean I could I could get into gaming. Um Up to you. Where do you want to go? That's cool. Let's let's start out with the Evolve. Okay. Okay. Um. So I've I got Evolve opening night, and I'm still playing it. And um, I think the only problem they're running into is because it is kind of like you you are doing like the same thing over and over again. But I think there's enough there like variety that it doesn't. It's not all the same. For. Uh, for people who don't know, Evolve is a game where uh, four humans, uh, played play by players, are hunting one person, another player who's playing a monster. Right. And right. and the thing is, the humans are as powerful as they are from the get go. They might get some slight buffs, but there's nothing too broken about. I mean, well, they are broken at the beginning, and they have to hunt the the, the monster down before it gets to the final phase, stage three. Which yeah. stage three, which they do by the the monster does by eating certain things and evolving into this giant Goliath or monster that can pretty much take on four people at once. Right. That's, that's the short of it. And yeah. See, and the thing is, is like, if you, if you play the monster, well, you do not have to wait to level three. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of circumstances where if you're just like, you know, sneaking around and able to get a jump on them, you could get them down. Yeah, no, it's the game. <coughs> well, I, I still want to stay on the positive sides before I start really yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm trying. I'm trying to tiptoe my words carefully here. Is that? No, that's fine. Um, 
it's it's interesting because there's a when it, for newbies it's a little rough. True. You, Very true. You if you're the if you're the monster, you can get caught real easy if you're playing with experienced players, and you know most of the time you don't know what you're doing because there's a lot to learn. It's like it's kind of like follow your dog simulator for a bit if you're a hunter and you're not quite sure what this map is. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you just uh, I I would like I don't I, I played the beta. I didn't I didn't own it because right. because sixty dollars is a steep curve right now, and I'll get it when it goes on sale. But the problem is when it goes on sale, people might stop playing it, and therefore the the community's dead. Um, and if it's if it's doing real well, it's never going to go on sale. Um, right, right. Um, but I, I would like to watch people who know what they're doing as both humans, the hunters, and the monster, because you could get this really cool. All right, I know this map, and that they're this monster, and they're gonna try to go here first. So we're gonna cut them off. Fuck what the dog says. We're gonna cut them off and ambush him. And the right. and the monster goes. All right, if I swim in the water, it loses the scent, and I can go somewhere totally different. And you know, kind of. It's a big chess game at first that could get really interesting with the right players, but since it's like a grab bag right now opening, you don't know what you're going to get. You could get a really dumb player playing a monster and it'd be over right away. Very true. And, and you know, there is, there is that learning curve and it does speak volumes of like when you play. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, like you could have the guy being the medic all of a sudden steer to the right. And you're just like, oh, okay, maybe we should follow the medic. And like, there he is. Like, we see the monster hiding behind a bush. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, there is that learning curve, but uh, it's not that. I don't think it's very hard to like get going on it. You no, know? no, no. And the classes of the because not all humans are the same. You have what support, right. assault, yeah. medic, and trapper. And the trapper. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they they all like your assault is, <laughs> isn't really your your he's your damage dealing tank. Right, and your medic heals you and support the the the, the different characters. The different supports do do different things, and then like the trapper is honestly the most important one because they have the dome to yeah. bring the monster can't get out. Yeah. Um, but it's you know if one if one guy really doesn't know what they're doing, then it's it's a rough match. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> it's exciting to see a game like this get made. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. My, do we want to start getting into negatives? Yeah, go for it. My problem, let's let's try not to go too far off the deep end right here. Uh, problems are like uh, the the people who made this were the people behind Left for Dead, right? And Borderlands, and both those games are four players doing something and trying to do stuff. And what was it? The Honest Trailers kind of hit it right on the head, where it's like, this is a four player game that. Wait, what? Where they're fighting like weird aliens and collecting loot, bringing you a four-player game, fighting aliens and stopping. Oh, damn it! This is the same game. And, <laughs> and it's like it, when I first heard it, I was like, "Well, that's kind of cool." Except it's um, Left for Dead versus mode, where four people play the the normal humans and four people play the special monsters. It's just a big zombie. It's just a, yeah. it's just one big zombie that that changes over time. And, right. And so I'm like, okay, that's don't. This isn't anything really new. You're just not selling. You're selling it to a different way. And then a bunch of a backlash was like, but this is like the true asymmetrical gameplay, which is new and exciting because the Wii U brought out the asymmetrical with uh, Nintendo Land. And I'm like, you guys do realize that as- asymmetrical gameplay has been around for as long as we've had gaming. There was, right. a, there was a game on the NES called Dungeons and Dragons where one person played the dungeon, the dungeon master who planned things out and one person yeah. played, played the yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. And even this one hits home for you, John Rhodes, in a way, 
every fighting game from Street Fighter 2 has been asymmetrical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very true. Because, well, I mean, right now, if I told you, would, uh, would Zangief handle the same way as Ryu? No. no. They're, no. Two, they're two different people. The, the outcome's still the same, win. Right. But right. Zangief is a grappler. Yeah. And uh, my problem is in 1999, a PC game came out called Alien vs. Predator, where you got to play as a human, which is your basic first-person shooter, a predator, which uh, could go invisible, had different vision modes to see people, and had longer away weapons, and an alien who could climb on walls, could see in the dark, could see in the light, uh, and was melee. They were three drastically different characters. And then you want to go in more into it, uh, since StarCraft, those yeah. every yeah. race has been so different. So as we get into RTs, RTs yeah, we, we get some RTSs, RTSs. yeah, and and like you know, people are like, well, this is the first time you really get to see one one class have to go through multiple stages. And I'm like, no, Alien vs Predator Two, which came out in 2002, I think it was, had a mode called Life Cycle Mode, where online you could play as a alien and you started as a face hugger. It's cool. It, it was it was cool because you had to work together to like because it was most of the time it was there was four factions in that: two humans, a predator, and aliens, and you had to kind of wait till an outcome to come out and like face hug the last person because then you they're, you're down on the ground for like 15 seconds before you become a chest first or run around and then evolve into a uh, actual alien right and it was a little tricky and most people didn't get it but to me that's like the evolved pre-beta right there right it's life right. cycle mode so my problem was when they were trying to say this is the new thing i'm like no <laughs> it's, it's, it's not see i didn't i didn't really get that much of a, this is the new thing i think oh that's, that's I was I, just I was just more sold on the concept of like one versus four. Yeah, I, I like you know? I like one versus four. I just I don't know. Um, my other problem with it is the DLC page when they the fucking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they they've come out the, the 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 developers what is it Rock Turtle yeah they've come out and said this game was made for DLC and and right now <laughs> that isn't the right time for this DLC has kind of gotten a like a black spot on it. Nobody wants to really touch DLC. With, I with how know, bad it's been treated. I I honestly don't mind the like the whole DLC discussion. I mean, if you don't want it, then don't get it. Yeah. But of course, you're gonna want it. Yeah, but like when you start locking behind different game modes behind <laughs> a five dollar paywall, at what yeah. point? At what point does this become no better than a a, a free to play game on your cell phone? Except you you had to pay sixty bucks to get in. But but. At this point, it's only like skins for your guns. It's yeah. not game modes. It's not monsters. Well, they're gonna come out with well, the rock monster soon. Yeah, the, I guess the behemoth. But oh, we just don't. Yeah, the rock monster. Yeah, yeah it's a giant rock. <laughs> this Shatner will be proud. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, my problem is if where will it stop? And I, I really it's hope it's not gonna stop. I don't. I don't want this to be the norm, though, for sixty dollars so, AAA games. So, but like, let's take a, a Killer Instinct, right? Yeah. You, you get Killer Instinct, and then you have to pay for each character. Yeah, but like, you you don't have to pay to play it. It's free to play. Essentially, it's like with, with one guy. With one guy, yeah. But you can you can you can see if you like them, and then free rotations happen. It's like League of Legends. Yeah. Or or, or other Dota clones. <laughs> all right, where it's. Yeah. I mean, you and I have both spent way too much money in League. It's very true. But the the difference there is to install and play League on a fun level, I don't have to spend a damn dollar on. Yeah. And just the $60 buy-in and then to get all the contact at this moment will cost you $80 plus dollars. 
to get all of it. I'm just like, and yeah, like you said, some of them are are are, are gun skins. But yeah, it's just cosmetic. They're cosmetic, yeah. But like, where is it going to stop? When are they going to be like? And now you have to get this right. monster, and uh, in the first four weeks, it's going to be twenty bucks, and then it will go down to ten. But you know, it just I, <laughs> I this can get really out of hand really fast, and I don't right. I don't trust these people. I don't I don't think that's going anywhere though. I um, I don't want it here. And I I will say a negative about Evolve now. Um, so people are starting to max out all the, like the characters, like he, yeah. and it, it takes a long time, which I'm glad about. Like it, it takes a long time to play a guy to get into the max level. Um, so each character has an elite skin. Okay. And like, that's exciting, right? You, yeah. Um, but it, people are starting to do that now and you could like look them up on YouTube and it's only for their guns. It's not like an actual costume change. Really? And that's what I was disappointed about. So you just get a, a, a cooler looking <laughs> you get, gun? You get like a gold gun. That's dumb. Like, it, Yeah, that is dumb. Like to, that, I was kind of bummed about that. To, I, I mean, I, the, the Heroes of the Storm, which is Blizzard's uh, MOBA. Yeah. That they have a ranking system, which is kind of annoying because you don't get all the skills right away and you kind of build it up over time. But once you max out a character, you get a free skin. I mean, you still have to pay... 10,000 gold, which is the in-game currency, which yeah, you, okay. you, you can't buy, but you get a free skin. And That's it, sweet. And it fundamentally changes them, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you mean they get an Elise skin? No, you're telling me it's a golden gun? Fuck yeah. that noise. Yeah, That's, it's just a gold gun. That's dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. I. But but be that as it may, I'm still enjoying playing this game. No, I, the, um, all yeah. everything I bitched about, the beta was crazy fun. Right. Okay? Right, right. And I wanted to buy this game. I just, I can't buy new games right now because of my pocketbook. Right. And that's, I, I if I could, I would buy Evolve right now and we'd play it as soon as this podcast was over. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. it, it's fun with people you know. It's a Very unique true. topic. And uh, this reminded me of a Kickstarter game that I really hope makes it. It was called Last Year. And it's the four versus one concept. Ex- oh, yeah. Except <clears throat> it's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And and the one is the monster. And you basically play as Jason Voorhees guy, <laughs> and you're slower than the humans, so you have to set up traps, but they can't really take you on. Right. And I'm like, that, that is more exciting to me than Evolve, in a way. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, definitely. Because the idea of being hunted is a lot more exciting than hunting. Because the thing I felt a little bit was, like we talked about a little bit at the beginning of this, was that, when you're the hunters, there's a little bit of a lot of downtime trying to find the monster. True. Very true. So You have to enjoy the hunt in order to... Which could be a little stressful. Really like it could be. Like, if you're the trapper, I you know, it's so stressful because it's your job to even find the thing. Yeah. And let alone if, knock it down. If you don't know where... If you don't know what you're doing, you... Yeah, it's... You're you want to you wanna get out of there and not be judged by yeah. other players. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we're going to go to break and cut a little short. Okay, so uh, we'll come back, we'll talk about Game of Thrones, and we'll talk about Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Sound good? All right, you guys take care. Listen to the awesome musical... What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll catch you in a, in a little bit, people.
John Rhodes chickened out on us again, so you don't have another sexy voice name coming in wait, the intro. Wait, again? Again, yeah. It was kind of the thing. That's the first time. What do you mean again? <laughs> you, you, you led the intro to the podcast, then you did another one, and now you, you didn't do this one. That's one time. It's not again. It's one time. You didn't do it, though. Dude, you can't say he did it again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to the show again, everybody. Hope you like that little musical interlude. Um, so we got two topics left for you today because we're going to hold another one off of that because Mr. Birch didn't come in today. He wasn't. I think he froze sure. to death in the uh, the polar vortex we're getting right now. <laughs> the polar vortex. <laughs> polar vortex. No. Welcome to Haas, all right? <laughs> So, okay, uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Mortal Kombat or Game of Thrones? Um, I guess Game of Thrones. Okay, so we got a lot of news in the last two weeks. Uh, officially getting the news that Winds of Winter, the sixth book out of the th- first, I mean the trilogy of A Song of Ice and Fire, the sixth book, isn't coming out this year at all. I'm not too upset about that. I mean, what do you guys feel? I, it'll give me time to get through the fourth book. Yeah, it'll give me time to get through the <laughs> all of the books. So, <laughs> I, I, everyone's complaining about it, but I let the man write the time he wants to write it to make yeah. sure it's good. I mean, what people don't realize is that uh, the Dark Tower, which I brought up uh, with Michael Knight, the Michael Knight cast, was that uh, Stephen King started writing that in 1981 and just finished it. Uh, the main series in 2005 and then just came out with an, like an in-betweener 4.5 in 2011. So people bitching about, you know, the Song of Ice and Fire that started in 1997, I have nothing really to complain about, in my opinion. I can wait. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, the other news we got was that the show will finish the story before the books. Which kind of saw coming, you know. <laughs> Agreed. Thoughts on that? I'm okay with that because I think. <laughs> um. Oh. Go ahead. Go. Go. No. Go, uh, go ahead. Well, no, go. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh. I think the books, the movies have already the movies. Excuse me. The TV show has already, uh, been pretty different from the books in in certain ways, and I'm I'm okay with that because it gives you a a different experience whether you're watching the show or reading the books. And I think as long the changes they've made for the most part, I think have, you know, been hopefully to make the story better. I wouldn't know having not read the books, but I think, I, I guess just going from here on out, it, it's fine. They're, you know, they're talking from what I understand to George R. R. Martin about, you know, his oh, ideas. So it's the, the writers, the writers know how yeah. the book, the story ends in case anything happened to, to Martin. He he said that that they know how it ends. They're the only right. people on the planet that know how it ends, besides him. So, I mean, Rhodes, how do you feel, Rhodey? Um, you know, yeah. I mean, having the show finish before the books was kind of just inevitable. Um, and I honestly wouldn't mind. I mean, it's probably going to have like the same general ending, but I wouldn't mind seeing like I I don't want to say like alternative ending but some other kind of things going on um so yeah i don't mind i i guess i just don't mind that much anyway well, i i was kind of shocked by this because i i was i was like ah, i mean maybe they could 
maybe you can finish off the two books before the 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 books. I mean, the, before the series gets there, because season one was book one. Right. Season two was book two, but bastardized because they didn't have enough time, and they learned their lesson. Because season three and four—that's two years—was spent on book three. Yeah. So, book four and five are supposed to be one <laughs> book. If you go by that math, then that should be four seasons right there. In a way. So that's four years. He can get book six out by that, and then hopefully, and then you know another two seasons for that one, and then book seven. But we're not gonna get it. So no, I don't think we're gonna see more than seven seasons. No, I don't see it happening. Well, I... It was only supposed to be three books. Just remember that. Yeah. Hmm. And book four was only supposed to be one book, not two. Just remember that. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I just—I mean, this is a big money maker for HBO, and for them to say, "Nope, seven, and we're done. We don't care," is kind of dumb. You know, yeah. this this thing has been a cultural cultural blah 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 blah. LB, speak for me. Cultural phenomenon. Thank you. That's what I keep him around here for when I screw up my words. I think. I think. I see. I think next time, yes, John, he's got the the better speaking abilities. Yeah. <laughs> Rody, do it for me. Don Cheadle, go. <laughs> cultural phenomenon. Good. <laughs> too good at that, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're too good at that. Why? Why aren't you getting a job over at the guys who do um, honest trailers? You do a better voice than him. You know that. That's a whole other thing, actually, because <laughs> I, I actually talk to the guy who does that. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe so. we'll get into that after we're done talking about this, because that's okay. Interesting. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, part of me is upset, part of me is a little bit of a purist, but since I'm halfway through season four right now, I'm I'm in no rush to finish the show. So I, I can wait however many years it takes for him to be done with the books and go back and watch the show. I don't care. That makes I, sense. I don't know how I want to do it yet. It's just, you know, right. fans' choice here. Right. Now, the last piece of news we got from Game of Thrones was that Martin came out and said... Be warned, people who lived in the books may die in season four of the show. Season five? Five. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what number we're on. <laughs> five. In season five, people who lived in the books may die. And that is kind of upsetting. Again, I'm okay with that for the same reasons I said earlier, I think. You know, it, I mean, if it makes... But- if it makes the story better, then, then obviously go for it. If it makes it... Uh... Well, we had this whole discussion about how if we had a way to do books into media, we wanted them to be TV shows because these guys were doing such a bang-up job of keeping it as close to the source material as humanly possible. And they slowly started getting off the, the, the tracks here. They've started... We gave them the keys to the kingdom and they're fucking us over right now, alright? They're screwing us over. I don't want this shit. Make it don't do that. Don't do it. Don't kill people off that live just to make it different and shocking. I didn't say no. to make it different and shocking. I said to make it better. Yeah. But that's that's what Martin said. It was like, just to keep people on edge kind of thing. So you don't know what's going to happen next. And I'm like, don't, don't do that. Don't be that way. No, because then you're trying to make good TV. I did quotation marks. <laughs> you're trying to make good TV as opposed to uh, a good story. In that yeah. case, which you're not, don't, no, don't, just don't. Fuck you guys. I'm just, I'm just upset because this was a lot of news at once about Game of Thrones. 
we're not going to get book six. That's fine. Uh, you know, the TV show will end before the books. And that kind of, eh, kind of upsets me as a little purist. Even though I didn't start reading the books until I saw the first episode of the show. I know. <laughs> hypocritical, whatever. But it's just, you know. That same thing happened with me, too. It's, it's, it's the fact that reading for me is, I don't want to call it a chore, but I, I was never a great reader growing up. All right. The funny thing was to make sure we read, my dad bought us PC Gamer magazine. Because it was something we were interested in. We read the articles, and that kind of got me into reading. So reading to me is, if I read your book, that is the greatest thing I can say about you. It's like, no, I read your book, and I love it. I, I am in the same boat. I, I, I have only read the Game of Thrones series as, oh. like, a series. Like, that's it. Oh, that's wow. what I got under my belt. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've read a lot more than you. I mean, but, <laughs> but it's just... For the first thing to be like, this is the pilot to Game of Thrones. Oh wow, that was awesome! I'm gonna read the books now. That's that's a great that's, compliment. That's saying something. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, someone. The only book I kind of there's only a couple of books that someone put out and said, read this, you'll like it. And that was like before I knew Hunger Games was gonna be a movie. A friend of mine was like, read these, it's worth a read. I read right. them. I liked them. They were great. Right. You know, didn't really care for Mockingjay, but you know, whatever. But, yeah, I just, I want to read the books before I watch the TV show. And the good news is, the TV show is a monster right now. So nothing, me not watching them for the, you know, next three or four seasons or whatever, doesn't matter. And I can catch up later. Yeah. But yeah. Then, then the fact that, oh, we're just going to kill people to kill people. And even if it is a better story, I don't really like that. Because, you know, why change it? The, book, the books are bestsellers for a reason. Why, why are you fucking shit up, right? I don't know. I thought we'd have more to talk about this. People, I, I, I do agree with you at that point, though. I don't know. I guess I guess it depends. It, it kind of does seem like a little cheap to I, just be like, eh, nah, he, yeah, he's going to die. You know, it's... Well, I just, I'm, I'm curious because I don't know what where characters are going to go, and so I guess I understand because I don't want to spoil too much because you haven't read 4 and 5. You're still getting through it. Right. I don't. I don't want to spoil too much, but like, there are some characters who have been pushed beyond their boundaries of the book, or things have fundamentally changed for no reason at all, right? To to make a better show, air quotes, and um, I just don't know what they're gonna do with it because here's a minor spoiler for you. It's not too big of a deal, but Brian of Tarth, yeah, in book four, she's just trying to find Ari, right, right, and. She found her at the end of three, and she went on the boat to go away. So now her plot has she has nothing to do, right? So but she doesn't know that. Yeah, but I, I just I'm saying what what are we gonna do? I don't know. Okay, so yeah, and like Sansa Stark, book four walks down a mountain. That's it. <laughs> I kid you not. When you read that, you're like, is that is that all you did? Walk down the damn mountain? Fuck you. Nobody likes you, Sansa. Or should I call you Jean Grey? So, yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, that is that. Mortal Kombat? If if you guys got nothing else. That's all we got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, let's be a little more <laughs> excited about it, Bill. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat next. John yeah, Rose, let's take talk about away. Mortal Kombat X. Uh, Mortal Kombat X. John Sorry. Rose, take us in. Take us in, Rody. Oh, my gosh. Mortal Kombat X. Going to be amazing um so i'm a big fighting gamer and just the sheer fact that 
finally I could be someone and fight someone else. And like, they're not just throwing the same moves at me, like not just zoning me out of the game is amazing. Um, there are counter picks to like, well, I'm going to be Scorpion Ninjutsu. Well, I'm going to be Sub-Zero, just Cryomancer. And it just went up an entire level of strategizing for your opponents. Yeah, basically they announced that every character will have three subsets of moves. And they kind of breaks up the moves. Just so everyone right. who's listening is right, following. Right, right. That, like, you, I, I'm a little worried about it because I'm worried that as long as the subset of moves have an equal amount of moves as like the original character had, and it's not like a, a short list of moves. That's what I'm, but these, well, this is, this is, this is Mortal Kombat, so I'm not that worried right. about it. This is like a pipe dream of a worry. It's not really there. Right, right. It's like if, if you break up their moves into three subsets, are they just going to have those types of moves or are you building full combo lists so every one character is essentially three characters, which is what they're selling it as. And if that's yeah. the truth, Oh, this game's gonna be amazing. That's gonna be so good. Um, but like, I I don't know. Have you watched like the streams? The I have. I, no, I've been at work every time they've done it. But okay. I've, I've watched highlights, and I'm like, oh. I mean, they're on YouTube. You go like watch the whole stream. But like, so so like you could pick a, a variant, and yeah, so uh, you could get one extra move with a variant, and then like two of the moves that they originally have will be kind of different. Yeah. Um. So you could do that, or like uh they just showed reptile oh, and one of one of his variants is that he can actually slow down time like flash did in injustice oh, that's awesome which like you know that that's even more things to think about um it, it, so it, it is interesting because um they they brought it was it was it mortal Kombat 9 they brought in king of the hill match yeah which was which was a great great rendition great great game mode yeah it was, it, to bring back the idea of arcades where Everybody's in line to play the winner. Right, right. And but the problem was you'd run into too many people who would just zone you out, or just yeah. one type. And now that the idea that there's these counters into them, that oh, you're you know Sub Zero Cryomancer. Well, guess who beats that? Uh, reptile Acid does. I don't know if it does, but like you, you can go in with that knowing that. Right, right. You're not just stuck fighting the noob Cybot that's just throwing clones at you. Yeah, and that's um, that's, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and. I just I love this story that you know Nether Realms had a string of shit games, <laughs> and just let's not talk about the three D ones, okay? And and then they just said, you know what, fuck it, Mortal Kombat Nine. Yeah, we're just like, all right, we're going back to two D. You know, two D. We're gonna make it amazing, and it was. And, oh yeah. You know that. Well, we were talking about it a little bit between breaks was that Nether Realms hasn't screwed me over with DLC yet. You know, right. in a time where right. where I said DLC is a little shady because you know you pay twenty dollars for this one thing, they haven't screwed me over yet. Their their season pass is always worth it. Four, <laughs> four fighters for three fighters price. On top of that, a dozen free skins. Yeah, that's fantastic. Even Injustice. Oh, that game was great. Oh, DLC <laughs> was great. The character- I don't think we ever played each other in Injustice. No, because you couldn't find your disc. And that upset yeah, that you was said, it? Yeah, you said you couldn't find it, so we played. Oh, Mortal that's Kombat right. And, that was like during like the move and everything. And, yeah. And anyway, okay. We played, we played, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing. I think when Mortal Kombat Nine came out, wasn't that the same year Marvel vs. Capcom Three came out? That sounds right. Mortal yeah. Kombat. No, I mean Marvel vs. Capcom Three was an utter disappointment for me. <laughs> that yeah. game. Mm. Yeah, it did not par up. 
But, just, um, oh. So, so what do you? Th- okay, have you looked at all the new the new characters? I've looked at. I like the new characters. I was I, I was worried yeah. about them cutting old characters though. I because, agree. Because my my philosophy for writing games is when you think you have a roster list, add five more people. I agree. Yeah. It's like you know when when Smash Bros came out and they're like, here's the list. I'm like, you should add five more people. <laughs> Just when you when you think you're done, add five more people. And I was like, yeah. oh. Because they came out with like, here's Scorpion and here's here's uh you know Sub Zero. I'm like, great, those are two of my favorite ninjas. We just need one more, and I'm happy. Right. And that was Reptile. I'm I'm a fanboy of those three, and he's in it, so I'm okay now. But like, yeah. Uh, I was worried. I'm like, oh, is Johnny Cage not going to be in there? But then they they did something right. They made a new character to fill Johnny Cage's shoes without being bad. Now that doesn't mean that Johnny's not going to be in it, though. No, and that's where it's interesting. I, like, I know that's I like, this. like I'm still waiting for that announcement. Mm-hmm. And you're going to know that I'm going to be shrilling like a girl when Johnny Cage is announced. Oh no, oh, no your Facebook page is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Cassie looks awesome. I I am so excited for Kotal Khan. Oh I, yeah, he looks so great, yeah. and I'm I'm glad that there is. A good ruler in Outworld, just so like, it's it's like an entirely new like look at this once city that was trying to take over uh, this one's realm, trying to take over Earth. Yeah, I I like that twist. I like that. I I like. I don't know their names, but the bug girl looks very interesting. Devora. Yeah, she looks neat. Uh, She looks basically like. Ventress from Star Wars, but if you're the bug lady, and she's... yeah, it's true. And then uh, Master Blaster. I don't care what the real name is, but it's Master Blaster. Master Blaster. The 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 Goliath and the little kid. Oh yeah, Ferator. Yeah, he looks. They look great. Yeah, they I, look I like cool. it. And then um, you know, the, Kung Lao's back. I don't expect uh, Liu Kang to be back. I don't expect Liu Kang to be back either, unless unless he's the boss. Oh. If he came back as the boss of the first or of the second one, then it would be like, oh, okay, then that makes sense. That makes sense. That'd be cool. I like uh, Raiden's back. Yeah. Quan Chi's back, so you'll be fucking beating my ass with him. Yep. Quan Chi will be back. And I really like Quan Chi's variants. Yeah. Um, no, th- these, these variants add new depth and new gameplay to an already very, you know, in depth fighting game. Right, right. As long as the move lists are equal to a normal character or i mean even if it's a little short it, it, it's fine you're giving me three sets here. right um the other news they threw at us was that the their release trailers aren't using the the first skin set and yeah. i like all of the skin sets that they've shown us um, and i'm interested to see what they are yeah and, and that thing is that so each variant uh you can see cosmetically on like what it is so like kano kano has a robotic yeah. eye and so, like, one variant's yellow, one variant, his eye's red, one yeah. variant's green. So you know what you're and going so, up against. Yeah, exactly. So you know what you're doing. And then, so they also have to take into consideration for all these costumes how they're going to show the variants. Yeah. And and, and that's, that's really cool. Yeah, and I, I really hope they do a human version of Reptile because that's my favorite. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's either going to be the alt or, like, the next DLC that'll be free. With, uh, they'll just like give it to you because because again the one thing they did right in Mortal Kombat 9 was they started giving you free retro skins right exactly which was awesome I think you had to pay <laughs> for Scorpion and Sub-Zero for the old ninja suits but it was and somehow I got them I don't remember how they, probably they, season pass season pass 
Yeah. And, and you know, that's the thing. They're like, again, if they, let's, let's talk about this one too, uh, is the idea that, um, Warner Brothers came out, no, it was Todd McFarlane that came out and said that, uh, Warner Brothers has the rights to use Spawn for right. a game. Right. And so the rumors are fine, flying fast that Spawn will be in Mortal Kombat. Woo! And let's you want to, you want to hear my theory? Yeah, go. This is my theory. So in the comics, okay, so there are Mortal Kombat comics that prelude before the game that's going to come out. Uh, Scorpion has kind of just become uh, human again. So he's not. Really? He, yeah. So he like got rid of the wrath of Scorpion and is now teaching ninjas. Okay. Okay. I think Quan Chi can't get Scorpion anymore. So he's going to go to Spawn and start controlling Spawn. So he's going to grab Al Simmons and yeah. go to town. Yep. I like that. I like that. That is my theory. And so basically, Quan Chi's Malbosia from. Yep. Yeah, I know my spawn. It's, what? There you go. Good job. I have the movie over there. <laughs> Live action with John Leguizamo and the animated and a couple of issues in my closet. What? I know spawn. <laughs> I actually had a spawn video game on Dreamcast that was a 3D uh, area shooter, or arena shooter. It was awesome. Really? There was, a, there was a spawn game for the PlayStation 1, too. Yeah. So I hardly remember it. I remember renting it, but I don't remember playing it. I played I played the crap out of that on the Dreamcast. It was, it was great. Yeah. Well, let's just face it. We need Spawn in a good fighting game because he sucked in Soul Calibur 2. Okay. No. I, I I thought he was good. Like, he, he was, I did well with him. He wasn't as bad as Hayachi, okay? No, he wasn't Hayachi, but... But he was no Link. Yeah, no. Link, Link, was, Link was definitely MVP. MVP. Of those. So I, I think... Especially with the variants, you can get like the the. You could have a chain set, you know. He have he could have a cape set, a cape set, and then he could just have a. a and then a, just like necroplasm, a necroplasm or a CQC because he was a really you know talented fighter kind of thing, like a soldier. Yeah, set. yeah, that'd be cool. Those would be really cool. And the thing is, you could change because Spawn has all these different costumes with like um he has one where he has a scarf instead of a full cape that could be a soldier right. set where he has like you know a couple of SMGs that could be a real easy dodge range move. Right. And, you know, things like that. I, Spawn would work great. I want him in there. I agree. I, 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 and you, you don't feel like there should be a lot of guest characters. Rumors going on that Predator is going to be in there. And you don't nah. want Predator. I want Predator. I, I honestly don't think Predator is going to be in it. I, I see him as the end of DLC character. Predator would fit so well. Right? No, he Com- wouldn't. Combat How wise. Combat wise. Combat wise, he'd fit. You'd have, um, a gadget tech. You'd have a cloaking tech, and you could have like a, uh, I don't know, like a hunter tech. I don't know. Isn't he, it doesn't he cloak from gadgets? Yeah. But you could do cloaking, and then you could do like uh, <laughs> smart disc and plasma cannon and. And then uh, like a spear. Com- his combi stick. And then yeah. like have um, a trap hunter, like where he like puts traps and stuff and uses his wrist blades. And then. Um, so that's, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I think he could work. And plus, it's be brutal. See, you know, I could see them putting in a comic book person, but I don't really want them having like a some something from a film. I guess I don't know. Well, I guess they well, did that with Freddy Krueger. Yeah, we have Freddy Krueger. But so. dang it, I guess it's true. Well, I mean, it's again, we don't know if it's going to happen. Ed Boon, yeah, Ed Boon's really playful about saying yes, this character's in there, or no, he's not. Right. And he's 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 great about it. I um, would much I would much rather have like one guest character and it'd be Spawn. Yeah. Um. And then instead of more guest characters, bring back some guys from the 3D Mortal Kombat's okay. and make them super badass. That'd be worth it. Um. Yeah, I'd rather. I'm not sure that I have that. 
yeah, I can I can see that. I think that would work really well. Um, yeah. Again, there's a lot of things. I, they have my complete faith because MK9 was great. Yeah. Uh, Injustice was great. The only thing I could say that they need to learn from is have different variations for each fighter to have different X-ray moves. I, I would like them to have one more to choose from. Yeah, the, at, and pick them at random. Like, you do an X-ray. Oh, it's this one. It does the same amount of damage. Uh, it just looks different. Okay. That would be the only thing I really... See, I... As a gameplay standpoint, because, so like, Street Fighter has, like, two that you could choose from, oh, like, you, special you, moves. You would like them to choose, like, you could choose from? I would like to be able to choose which one I want, and, like, one be a counter, and then one be, like, a projectile. Okay, I can see that. That'd and cool. so that would just, I think that would be amazing. And w- would you would you want, like, one x-ray move to, be like, say for, um, say Sonya comes back and her x-ray move right. is a counter, but it sets them up to, like, the x-ray does minimum damage, but sets them up for a period of time to do, to take more damage from combos. Yeah, that, that'd be totally cool. That'd be really cool to do something uh, like, yeah, there's this really cool move, but you go, well, that didn't do anything. But they have a debuff for, like, say, 10 seconds. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be like they take more damage when you do combos, not just spamming something. Right, or sets them up from a combo other yeah. than the other one that would just be like the final hit of a combo. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Okay, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of things they can do. And if a company has my complete faith right now, it's Nether Realms. I agree. They, that's, that's it, really. Yeah. Elby, you got anything to say? No, I, you know, I haven't really played them. Mortal Kombat series since what is wrong with you? Sega Genesis. <laughs> so. That's that's totally fine. A lot of people didn't see MK9 coming with the full force it did. It uh, was awesome, which was so good. And but... they they did announce that the uh, the tower is coming back, right? Yeah, and you know what? It gets updated. So there's three towers. Oh, oh that's awesome. You got like your initial tower, and then you get a tower that's like changes every week. That's awesome. And then you get a tower that like changes every couple hours, apparently. Oh, that's great. Uh, so towers are like little mini missions to like test your skill, kind of thing. Hmm. They had they had them in Injustice. They were called Star Labs. They were kind of boring, though. Yeah, they were boring. Um, how far did you get in MK9's tower? Did you do them all? Oh, I beat it. Yeah. Oh, see, I I got stuck on the last three. I got I got end boss. So nice. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that was- um. Another thing I want to touch on really quick is that factions. I don't know if you saw the things about yeah, factions. Yeah, what is that? What's going on there? So basically, there's five factions that you choose from at the beginning of the game. Okay. So there's like Lin Kuei, which is like the ninjas. Yeah. There's White Lotus, which is like Raiden and Kung Lao. Okay. Uh, Special Forces, which is, uh, Sonya, which is like Jax. Sonya, Jax. Um, then there's so, and then there's Nether Realm, which is like Quan Chi. And then there's somebody else. Oh, there's the Red Dragon. So Kano and okay. like terrorists. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at the beginning of the game, before you even get to like the main menu, okay, <laughs> you have to pick a faction. And so you can be part of your faction and you see everybody else in your faction and you try to beat all the other factions in points and then you go up against them in fights. That's cool. Which is, I think is really cool. It's kind of like a, a subtle like gang system to go like, exactly. like, like like a team system like a final uh, a fantasy draft kind of thing like, right. like you're, you're directly competing going man Lin Kuei's gonna rock this day like this exactly so like at the end of the week you'd be like oh man we gotta beat the red dragon by like three fights so let's just get in there and do it that's cool and man. I think that's awesome that's a good that's a good system yeah like, like the complete reboot of MK9 
and what they learned from Injustice, this game has no excuse to be except amazing. You know, there's no excuse yeah. for it not to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's about all we have for you yeah. this week, everybody. Uh, can you give me, John Rhodes, the best Dragon Ball Z next time? Next time on... What is it? <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping it. It's gold. Next time on Over a Couple Drinks, uh, will in... Bill Henning ever defeat LB? No. <laughs> in what? No. No. Uh, in, in two weeks' time, we will have um, a good friend of mine from college that you guys don't know because he's, he's an old and Eric Roman, to talk about how bad Maleficent was, uh, <laughs> Cinderella, and... The upcoming Beauty and the Beast, amongst other things. And uh, since we do these in every other week, there will be a surprise for you the following week that we're calling Shots. We don't know what's going to be yet, but it's going to be a short little cast for us to kind of keep you in touch and our thoughts. We don't know what's going to be yet. It should be fun. And hopefully in two weeks, Chris Birch will be back. Yeah. That bastard. Yay! <laughs> so thank you, Mr. Rhodes, for being on. Thank you for inviting me yeah, to be a part um, of this. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody, and have a great night. Uh, we want to say bye to the audience? No. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> See ya, everybody. See ya.